Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here. Thanks so much for listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast. Transitioning to complex aircraft is the topic. And that topic is brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. Over 600 videos combine around the entire course, or courses really, should I say, live weekly workshop webinars, live mock check rides, a chance to interact with myself, a bunch of great videos, 4K ultra high def videos for you to make your ground school experience an awesome one. FAA written test prep boot camps, groundschoolacademy.com to check it out and learn more. Transitioning to complex aircraft, it is a favorite question in regards to the commercial pilot certificate because our check ride is to be done in a complex aircraft. In fact, how most flight schools do it is you do your training, you do it in your 172, your Cherokee 140, whatever it is, then that last 10 hours you upgrade to the 172RG or the Piper Arrow. Of course, some people would call it an upgrade. I've seen plenty of Piper Arrows in my day and uh, most flight training Piper Arrows are anything but an upgrade. Uh, those of you who, uh, who've done any complex flying are probably laughing right now because you can agree uh, on that statement here. But what are some ways we can make that transition easier? Here's the first one. It's to master your maneuvers in your 172, your Cherokee 140, whatever you are flying. Because here's the, here's the thing. Too many times we're so eager to get up and fly that 172RG or Piper Arrow, get log in that complex time, maybe even high performance time. It's going to look so good in my logbook. I cannot wait to spend more money and fly that airplane. You say it like that, it certainly doesn't make sense, does it? But that's what's really happening. I want you to master your maneuvers. Your new commercial pilot maneuver, you should already have slow flight, steep turn stalls down to a decent science. However, I see that skill deteriorate coming fresh off an instrument rating. See, think about it here. You do your private pilot. They teach you, look outside, do your maneuvers, look at the horizon, look outside. Then you do your instrument. And what do we teach? Look inside, trust your instruments. And then we put you back for your commercial rating. No, stop looking inside. Look outside at the horizon. This is a VFR certificate. Isn't it funny how that works sometimes? And I find students struggling to make that transition alone. You're still in instrument pilot mode, and you're so used to shooting approaches that when's the last time you did a steep turn or slow flight or stalls? Maybe on your instrument pilot check, right? But that was under the hood. It's a different ball game. So let's get acquainted with those maneuvers again, and then let's introduce our lazy eights, chandelles, eights on pylons. And let's get really, really good at them in whatever you're flying. Your 172, your Cherokee 140. I don't know what you're flying, but uh, your, your general aviation trainer, let's say. Let's get really good at that. And then, and only then, 
do we make that transition to the complex airplane? Because what's different, okay? It's a little more performance increase. Things happen a little bit faster. It's gear, it's prop, but it's more than that. It's more than just remembering to put my landing gear down. It's more than just, you know, bringing my prop back and squaring it up, manifold pressure, RPMs, 25 squared, cruise climb, 23, 23, all this sort of stuff. If you've done any complex flying, you know what I'm talking about. If not, I'm sound like I'm talking gibberish, but that'll become your language here soon. It's a performance increase. These things all happen faster. The airplane's gonna stall differently. It's gonna breeze through its lazy eights differently. There are gonna be things that you need to learn, master, and understand here. Master those maneuvers in your Cessna 172 or whatever general aviation trainer you're using, and then transition to that complex aircraft. And on that transition day, or before that transition day comes, I encourage you, spend a, I, I have my notes, spend a day. It's gotta be more than a day, but spend some time learning the systems. Because we, gosh, I hate when this term is used. We often use the term that a private, uh, a commercial pilot certificate is a glorified private pilot certificate. What does that even mean? a glorified private pilot certificate. I almost failed my commercial pilot check ride. You guys did, uh, but a lot of you didn't know that. It was in the oral exam and the gentleman looked at me and said, Mr. Shepard, unless things start getting better, this isn't, this isn't gonna turn out very good for you. I said, oh, you gotta be kidding me. You know where he got me? Systems. Because I knew my systems at a private pilot level. He wanted to know them at a commercial pilot level. Tell me more about the landing gear. He wanted to know what color the hydraulic fluid was. You know, he wanted to know how my constant speed variable pitch propeller worked. He made me draw pictures of it, things I hadn't done before. Don't let people fool you when they call it a glorified private pilot certificate to, to tighter standards. Instead of 100 feet, you got 50 feet here. And said 200 feet on your short field, you got 100 feet. I think that's where they get it from, but the oral exam's the hard part on that commercial pilot check ride because you've got to know it at such a high level and you've got to know systems of an aircraft that you just started flying. That's why I encourage you to spend some time learning those systems. If you know that you're gonna to transition to the school's 172RG, well, you better go find yourself a 172RG pilot's operating handbook, either from your school or on eBay, and that's your reading material for the next month. And you better know that thing inside and out. Know how to do a weight and balance with it, because Arms change based on where the gear is in position and things like that to think about. Performance issues change based on what you do with the manifold pressure and the RPM. Know it and master it. Spend a day before you even go flying, just sit in the airplane. There's new switches, there's new circuit breakers, there's new knobs, there's this weird blue knob in front of you that controls the prop, how does that work? and spend a day just sitting in the airplane looking at it. I always tell my students, I'm a, I'm a big fan of taking a picture of your aircraft's instrument panel. This is actually a great instrument flying tip, but really it'll work for any rating. 
take a picture of the instrument panel of the aircraft you're flying and make it your desktop background on your personal computer, on your work computer, on both. I don't care. That way, every day you see it. Every single day you see that instrument panel. And although you may not be scanning it and studying it, you see it. Your brain processes it. It takes a look. It starts to become more and more familiar to you. And that's the hardest part about the commercial pilot certificate that we spend a lot of time in our general aviation trainer, that 172, and they say, listen, to save money, you just got to do the 10 hours for the commercial pilot certificate in this, in this airplane. So let's knock out those 10 hours as soon as possible to save you some money and move on. And that's, that's not a bad strategy to save money. And it's not a bad strategy at all if, you, if you're ahead of the plane and ahead of the game with things. But here they are expecting you to do a check ride in an airplane that you have maybe eight lessons in, assuming your lessons run about 1.2, 1.3 in them. Because you're not doing your long cross country in it. Geez, would that ever be expensive? Maybe you are. I don't know. But truth be told, guys, that's a lot to ask somebody to do a check ride, a difficult check ride. Don't let anyone tell you the commercial pilot check ride is easy. It's that oral exam. Yet again, it's not a glorified private pilot, so let's stop calling it that. They expect you to do a check ride in an airplane that you barely know. You barely know the tail number. Take a picture of that instrument panel. Make it the background of your phone, the background of your computer, whatever it may be, so you start to become more familiar with it. Sit in that airplane. Remember, the airplane is more than just gear and prop, and there's so much else to it. Find that POH, and that is your required reading for the future, all right? Here's some other tips I have for you guys. Full stop taxi backs only. That is, that is a Jason Shepard rule. It may not be a rule at your flight school, but it's certainly a rule I have. There is so much going on in that complex airplane between the gear, prop full forward, all this sort of stuff. Land the airplane, clean it up, and taxi it back. Full stop taxi backs only for me. I would imagine that 95% of you probably have a similar rule to that. Um, it's just too much happening for touch and goes in a complex airplane. Plus, it's just kind of hard on the airplane in general. Um, full stop taxi backs. Um, uh, tip with that. But really, if I had to give my three tips related to the flying portion of it, because you understand how important the oral is, okay? We're going to really study that. If I had to give my three flying-related tips, they'd be this. Make sure you get your three gear checks in. What do I mean? Well, on downwind, usually you've got a procedure. You put the gear down. Three green, one in the window. Or three green, one in the mirror if you're flying an arrow. And that's, that's, that's gear check number one on downwind. On base, three green, one in the window. What do I mean? Well, I got three green lights illuminated. And if I'm in a 172RG, I look out the window and I see the wheel over there. If I have a flight instructor, they say the same thing. And, and one in my window, one in the mirror as well. You have a mirror on the strut. You're flying a Piper Arrow, it's three green, one in the mirror. Those sort of things, all right? Get your three gear checks in. On downwind, on base, on final. Have a procedure. Check right examiners love that sort of stuff. Okay, just keep that in mind. Memorize your before landing checklist is tip number two. You have to stay ahead of this airplane. The performance increase doesn't sound like a lot, but trust me, 
if you have just been flying on pace or on par with your aircraft, or even just a second or two ahead of it, you will quickly fall behind it when you make the transition to a complex airplane. Memorize your before landing checklist, and you can verify it with the paper checklist, but memorize things like prop full forward are the things you need to memorize and check. Prop full forward before we touch down, the event we have to go around. That's why we do that. I always wonder that. Why do I put my prop full forward before I touch down? If you ever have to do a go around, I want that prop getting the maximum bite out of that air to get me going again on my go around. My third tip, I already shared this with you. It's learn the maneuvers in your 172, whatever your general aviation trainer is first. Memorize that stuff first, guys. Master those maneuvers. I mean your commercial pilot maneuvers just as much as I mean your, your stalls and slow flight and steep turns too. Don't neglect those. Don't focus only on lazy eight chandelles, the fun stuff. Don't forget about it as well. Master everything and stay ahead of your airplane in the 172. It'll make that transition a whole lot easier. Guys, this commercial pilot podcast is part of a series of podcasts, starting with Inspire Aviation for our budding pilots, Private Pilot Podcast, Instrument Pilot Podcast, the Commercial Pilot Podcast, which you're listening to now, and of course, our Flight Instructor or CFI podcast as well that comes on right after this. So uh, thanks so much, guys. Be sure to leave us a review in uh, iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes as well. Uh, you'll continue to get these emails as these come out. Thanks so much for all you guys do. Thank you for being a blessing to myself, my beautiful wife, this wonderful team here at M0A.com. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.